I'm Elisa. I'm Jess. Hello, I'm EJ. And we're and we're social, social disease. Social disease. <laughs> I still think we should put it more in like around like social disease, social disease, social disease. <laughs> and that require talent, and I feel like I have zero talent. Oh, whatever. You went through art school just like I did. <laughs> <laughs> And we had to audition for that shit. I know. I'm do so you remember what you auditioned with? You know what? I do. And the reason I remember is because uh, the guy that was our like musical theater director, I had done a video project with him like a couple years before auditioning for our, our school. And, and like he had directed it or whatever. So like he remembered me. And because he remembered me, I remember the audition. Mm. But, like, because he remembered my name, because, like, my name is super weird. And he was just like, Jesslyn, Jesslyn, that name sounds familiar. Like, didn't I meet you before? And I was like, yeah, we did America's Kids together. Like, I'd rather not talk about it. It was fucking terrible. But (laughs) he remembered me. But I did that monologue from The Fantastics. Because I feel like that was, like, the standard that everybody had to do. Or, like, that was what they gave you if you didn't have a monologue already. Like, they gave you that monologue and they were like, oh, if you don't know how to prepare a monologue, just do this one. Yeah, because it was, like, 2004. Yeah. So, you guys had to audition for your high school? Yep. Yeah. Huh. You know, you want to know what I did, Jess? Yeah, what'd you do? I did the Blair Witch Project. That's amazing. What part? The one where she's like crying and sobbing and snotting everywhere. Oh, the part at the end where she's like, I'm going to get caught. Yep. Oh, that's amazing. I that's did that really, for like you when I was do. like 13. And you got in. Hell yes. Mr. Rotenberry <laughs> was like, that's the kind of talent I need. God. And then he regretted <laughs> his decision. He was like, whoa. This After bitch we were actually much. in his class. Yeah, he was like, no, thank you. All right. Well, anyway, we're talking about Take My Breath Away today. <laughs> <laughs> It's season two. (laughs) I can't with you like heckling in the background. I can't. I just love this (laughs) shit so much. When I saw what episode it was, I was just like in my living room and I just like screamed quietly and my dogs were like, what are you doing? Well, and the best part about this is like, so I have to, I feel like I should like reiterate for people that maybe are new. Um, so EJ and I have seen Degrassi a lot. Elisa has never seen Degrassi. So like we're extra excited because we have like a first timer watching yes. these with us. But this is um season two, episode ten. And um, let's see. It is named after Take My Breath Away by Berlin, which is that the one that's like Take My Breath Away? Yep. Is that yeah. that song? Okay. So the one that I think Jessica Simpson uh, redid. Oh, did she do that? Yeah, yeah. I believe it was Oof. Jessica Simpson. Wow. 
was was that like in the 90s or early 2000s probably in the 2000s yes yes the the time of our youth i have no memory of that i think that may be why they named this episode take my breath away is because that was around when that song came out that's possible although like the writers in general have a a thing for like 80s music yeah because the original show was in the 80s um that's interesting. I didn't know that she covered that song. You know what? I bet you I'm wrong and people are going to be like, this bitch. But it's I okay. I mean, we have, we have access to the internet. There's just oh, 17 no, people Jessica screaming Simpson. at their phones right Boom. Thank you. Yeah. It was Jessica Simpson? Yes. It was. Ooh, nice. <laughs> and then the rest of the facts are kind of just like, things that happened in the episodes so they're not really facts so much as just like a synopsis but <laughs> um <laughs> this episode you know, before marks... you, before oh, sorry, you do that do we want to do snake tweets first yes tweets. just because yes. they're they're not related to the episode um okay tweets. first I, first i want to mention just like while on the on the subject of twitter we I, I forgot to mention this in the past couple episodes, and I kept re- reminding myself that I wanted to, and then I just not, kept not doing it. But we lost a panther, um, Jamil French, Ooh. who plays who plays Dave in the later seasons, passed away uh, oh, at the end yeah. of February. I saw that. What did he die uh, from? I don't know, um, but it just made me really, really sad. And uh, my entire timeline on Twitter was just filled with all the Degrassi actors and Degrassi fans just talking about him and it just you know so you know Rip Julio um yeah that's really sad this episode's for you man yeah I feel like he appreciated that he was it's nine in the morning so I'll pour out some of my coffee for him Dave had some excellent uh comedic episodes and Jamil French was like (laughs) he was a funny dude yeah, um, he was a funny guy, a good actor. Yeah, we haven't gotten to him yet, uh, Elisa. But once you, once, once we get to the Dave era, you'll, I think you'll enjoy him. I think he's a he's a very uh, underappreciated character, and also one that fell into the Degrassi black hole, sadly. But did um, you, EJ? Did you think that um, Dave's character was kind of trying to uh, like echo teenage Joey a little bit? Kind of. I mean, I could see that. Um, he, I, I feel like a lot of the kind of like class clown kind of characters, like, um, kind of like they they kind of fall into that same archetype, like like JT, like JT. And I think let's see, there's JT did, and I think Dave, and there are a couple more, like oh Mo. Yeah, probably Mo, but like Mo was always I thought cooler than Joey. <laughs> yeah, Mo's cooler than Joey. Um, Elise anyway. is just like I have no idea who you are talking about. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted Mo, to mention who? that and just say, you know, rest in peace, Jamil French. Yeah. Um, and now, also related to Twitter, I've got a couple of snake tweets, just two recent Ooh. snake tweets. Um. Let's see. 
This one is pretty good. If I could find it, I lost it. Oh no. Twitter, what have you done? Okay. Seth from Gregorin tweets, now that Chrissy Teigen has left Twitter, I think it's very cool she asked all her followers to follow me instead. I'm a pretty <laughs> good, cool substitute, so what should we talk about? Let's get sassy. Hashtag the new Chrissy. Oh my god. <laughs> nice. He's good. Um, and then this is, this is my favorite. Um, hang on. One second. It's very good. Um, so this is a, a, a quote retweet. Somebody tweeted, I don't know who needs to hear this, fandoms mostly, but characters, especially teens, are supposed to be flawed and make mistakes. That's how TV works. And Stefan Bergman says, sorry, every character on Degrassi was right and never made mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> stand by that. And those are the only snake tweets I have for today. Oh, two good ones. I love him. He just, like, he is Snake. I also love him. Like, after all these years, he is just, like, the embodiment of Snake himself. Yeah. Like, where I does Snake like stop kind of and Stephen Brogan begin? There is, there is no, no separation. <laughs> all right, so do we have some fun facts? Oh, yeah. So this one aired originally on November 24th, 2002 in Canada. And then shortly after on December 9th, 2002 on the N in America. So after the first season, they were actually like trusting us to air them right away for some reason. And let's see. These aren't really fun facts so much as just like things that happened in the episode. But this episode marks the beginning of Ellie and Marco's relationship. Craig and Manny have their first date, and it's each of their first dates also. Um, And then this is the first episode where Marco or Ellie have storylines of their own and not, like, connected with their friends. And, yeah, that's it. Very nice. Nice. I really, really love Ellie, I have to say. She's good. And she's she gets so better. good in this episode. She's so adorable and sweet, and <sighs> like you see a different side of Ellie this this episode. I know, like she's it's it's interesting, like what what she's fearless about. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's she's unapologetically herself. She has this style that makes her stand out significantly, and she is really cool about it like there's you know that episode where jimmy asked her out and she was like nope sorry and like yeah she, you know and like jimmy's the most popular guy in school and she you know didn't feel anything in particular about that but like in this one moment where she's got to make herself vulnerable it's like she's a totally different like her reactions are completely different and it's just i love that about her yeah yeah I love how so, he is. Should we talk about the B plot first then? Sure. Yes. Yeah. I love the B plot. It was a good one. So it was basically just that Ellie has a crush on Marco and she's like sending him anonymous emails about um, this book that they both like. And he is being such a dumbass that he can't figure it out, even though like she's the only one that he's been discussing the letters of the alphabet with. Oh, you think he didn't figure it out? 
He thought it was Hazel. Mm, I, okay, so I think he I think he figured it out. He was just trying to get Ellie to admit it. Do you think? Because there's that when they're sitting in the library, um, he has his back to Ellie and the camera's on his face. And she's like looking at him and being like, well, it's safer this way. Like, you know, you don't have to worry so much about rejection because there's that one degree of separation between you and emails. Because apparently emails are anonymous. I don't think that's true, early 2000s. But, you, you know, know what? I had that you thought you. too. But <laughs> then I looked at the email um, the next time they showed the email. And she made her own, like, throwaway email that was something about, like, letters or Edward Gorey or something. Yeah, it was it was Bad Rhymer. Bad um, Rhymer, that was it. But, yeah, she... I don't know. Because, like, you see Marco's face when she's saying this. And he he looks sus, you know? He's just like, hmm, I don't know. It looks like he's figuring it out there. But the thing is, is he's still dumb when he gets the first one and looks at Hazel. I was like, you were just discussing this book with Ellie. Yeah, he gets the first one, he looks at Hazel. And then when he gets the second one, he thinks he's meeting Hazel in the Zen Garden. And then he tells Ellie when she meets him in the Zen Garden, like, oh, I'm waiting for Hazel. I mean, boys are stupid as hell. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only correct answer, really. Also, how cute is Marco's little cartilage piercing? Oh, I love Marco's little burgeoning queer style. You know, he's adorable. That's not a spoiler, right? Anybody with a gay dart can see that Marco's gay. Yeah. And oh, like, he's gay? Oh, dang it. <laughs> Well, in the last episode, um, well, not the last episode, in Drive, we talked about that because one of the fun facts was that um, Marco's sexuality was hinted at when Um, Sean was bullying him. get things. And then the fact that he was, like, interested in Ellie, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, forget everything that you just learned. (laughs) How many gay boys did you date in high school? Because for me, it was several. Oh, man, I definitely was uh, <laughs> some gay boy. Well, the thing is, is that there were gay boys who were, like, in the closet still, for sure. Right. And they exactly. were like, gotta hide from my family. Let me date some girls who are in my acting class. And mm-hmm. so, you know. Yeah. My, uh, my big, big crush in high school was a gay boy and is arguably the gayest person I know now. <laughs> gayer than me yeah what <laughs> oh wait London yeah yeah I know he's totally gayer than me yeah I've never was, met him in person and I know that he was he was my uh he was my big my big crush in high school that's incredible um, yeah I mean well for a while he was like first first two years of high school and then he came out and was like I'm bisexual and we were like are you though <laughs> <laughs> and he was like no <laughs> I think we've all had the like I'm bisexual phase like mine lasted like over a year just because I didn't want to admit that's fair I mean I guess I am still technically bisexual <laughs> yeah but I mean like if that's your real sexuality like if that's your real orientation then like more power to you Um, but I feel like a lot of like super gay people kind of use like bi as like a a bridge 
orientation. I don't know. At least I did. Yeah, I saw this tweet the other day that was like, uh, like regarding pronouns, and it was just like the he, they, to they, them pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh no, it's me. <laughs> do you use she and they? I use they, them. Oh, you do? I do. This is oh, kind of a. Cool. That's this news. is kind of a, a recent development. I wanted to see how it felt because somebody, some, like some people were like, didn't know my gender identity and were just kind of like referring to me as they, them just to be safe. And I was like, oh shit, that feels nice. I like oh, that. cool. Yeah. Well, that's news to me. Yay. Congrats. Happy to yeah. have you. We're a bunch of babies. I like Yay. that. Yay. <laughs> Baby babies. Baby babies. <laughs> Are we all, uh, we're all over 30 now? Elisa, did you turn 30? I turned 30 in October. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. We're all, we're, I mean, baby babies in their 30s. <laughs> Jeez. Oof. You could be a baby baby whenever, however long you want. <laughs> I'm going to be a baby. I'm- I die. I'm a baby baby because I just bought myself a Squishmallow owl the other day and I love it more than life itself. <laughs> That's amazing. Buying Squishmallows is gay culture. I know. And the thing is, this is my first one. I don't have any. I'm not like a stuffed animal person, but like my my Twitter uh, is is just rife with queer folks with Squishmallows. <laughs> I know I've been getting really into TikTok lately because like I don't I don't have an explanation for it but that's a thing (laughs) on TikTok too (laughs) but I was just at Joanne's a couple days ago because I had to get some fabric to decorate my cubicle at work and they had the like this display of like squishmallows and I was just like well yeah whatever squishmallows but then I saw this one and it's a rainbow owl named Owen and I just he was the only rainbow owl the only owl and so I just I had to rescue him and take him home and he's my best friend now (laughs) I feel you I have a dragon one so it's like gotta have it you gotta have it when you see it and it's special you're like I know to me like I don't think I'm gonna start collecting like a shitload of squishmallows or anything but like all my stuffed animals are still in storage and like I've been I've been craving something soft and squishy lately to like cuddle with. Besides my wife who is soft and squishy and I love them. But you know. <laughs> I was gonna say, what about your beautiful spouse? <laughs> I do love my beautiful spouse and they are very good to cuddle with. <laughs> um unfortunately, in the early two thousands, we didn't have such an obvious tell as the squishmallows. So Marco just has his. Uh, just had, yeah, we piercing. had to like pierce. We had to pierce our <laughs> eyebrows or our cartilage or something to like tip people off. Yep. And then like <laughs> earlier than that in the nineties, it was like there was one ear that you were allowed to pierce that meant you were gay. Yep, it was the left one. Okay, good. Good. I was never. I was never certain about that. Yep, it's the left one, and it's also the left thumb ring for lesbians. Oh. You know, which learn is, something new every day. Which is partially why I wear a left thumb ring, and the other reason is because it just feels good. Hmm. I started wearing it to, like, you know, tip people off in, like, the 2000s, but then I just, I like how it feels now. 
Oh my God. I just realized I wore a thumb ring when I was dating Spencer. Which side? The left side. Oh, you big gay. (laughs) I was like giving out some gay ass vibes. That's how you know it's not going to work out. Exactly. I should have known all along. Looking back though, like you have some super gay vibes, like when we were younger. I wore a dress one day to school that I painted a rainbow on. (laughs) And I rode a skateboard to school with my vans with the rainbow dress on. That was like the gayest thing I did. Was it a longboard or a skateboard? Just a regular skateboard. Okay, yeah, that's gay. (laughs) Yeah, I think I remember seeing you do that and thinking, she has a boyfriend? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was my first boyfriend. I had a girlfriend before I had a boyfriend. Oh, you did? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Oh, no, Beverly Cleary died. I know. Three days ago, and I didn't know about it until now. You gotta get on Twitter, my dude. I know, I hate Twitter. I've never had a Twitter. I'm scared of it. That's fair. (laughs) Like, I'm afraid to get onto it now because I had one, like, when it was new and I had it for, like, a week and I did one tweet and I hated it, so I I just deleted my account. And now it's, like, 15 years later and I feel like it's too late. Yeah, I just started up my Twitter again, like, this or last year, so. I'm currently dealing with, like, Instagram anxiety, I haven't been on Instagram in like several weeks and I'm supposed to be doing social media for a company and I'm not because of like social media anxiety. So like every day that I don't go on Instagram, the anxiety just like grows. Oh no. Especially Uh, because like my supervisor at this company has not said anything to me about doing the social media. So I think that she's assuming that I'm just doing it. I'm not. (laughs) I feel you I feel you it's so overwhelming like I haven't done it for like over a month and I don't know if she's noticed clearly (laughs) not I feel like she would have said something yeah you would think she's real busy maybe she's maybe she's got like anxiety about uh confrontation and just doesn't want to mention it maybe well the thing is like she went on vacation she hasn't even read the blog that I posted your blog was good thank you thank you but yeah anyway back to Degrassi <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh my god so um oh we were talking about, about- Ellie, and, Ellie and Marco yes Ellie and Marco is there anything else that needs mentioning about them the Edward Gorey book is a real book. Yes, it is. Yeah, isn't isn't Edward Gorey a real author? I think so. Yeah. Yes. That's that's yeah. The real it's a real real book that they're talking about. It was like the book that goth kids were obsessed with, um, which is accurate. They did a good job with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all about. Marco and Ellie will see more of them in coming weeks. Yes. But what did you think about what did you think about them, Elisa? Like I their cute they little were flirtiness. So, 
Yeah, I thought it was so cute. And I thought it was really cute that like Marco came over to Ellie and was like, hey, I love your book. <laughs> but I also thought it was like shitty that Hazel was like, oh, may I must think attack I need help that. with my math homework. Yeah, I was like, you just saw him hit on Ellie and you're going to be like, I need that now. That's like a page behavior. Girl. I, I honestly don't right. think she even noticed that he was talking to Ellie. I, sorry, my dog is barking. <laughs> I don't think that she even noticed. I think she was like, she just like decided in that moment to have a crush on Marco. So she's like, what do you think of Marco? And Paige is like, I mean, he's obviously gay, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess she was probably in her own world, just self-absorbed. Just yeah. like, la, 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 life is great. <laughs> well, and Hazel, like, we never really see Hazel dating anybody. Yeah, we do. Oh, that's right, we do. It's just later. Yeah. I have you saying that, and then on the other side, Sydney's whispering, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sydney. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anything else about, about the B-plot? Like, they were cute, and I feel like that's, like, a good entrance into their relationship and I love how this episode is like thematically about romance mm-hmm. um, starting off with Miss Kwan's weird pull she's just like what, like of all the authors that you could talk about to talk about romance she talks about C.S. Lewis which is like why? <laughs> yeah that was kind of <laughs> weird because that's a choice there, there are so many authors that like there are so many other authors you could reference. Like, you don't even... Like, you think romance, you think C.S. Lewis? I think really? Jesus Lions, but, you know, what do I know? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so, on to the main event. Oh, Ooh, my God. The Craig yes, yes. and Manny date. Craig and Manny's first date, and it's each of their first dates, which... Which is so cute. Is adorable, and I kind of thought that it wasn't Craig's first date, but he says that it is... Like, I, mean, I, guess I just that tracks like who who would he have gone out with before like his dad never let him do anything and oh that's true and but like man it was very apparent in this episode how I mean obviously they played it up but like how much older the grade uh nines are than the grade eights because like mm-hmm. <laughs> freaking Ashley <laughs> with her her, her uh, protesting GM yeah, foods. Her, her GM foods uh, petition. <laughs> um, Does that make them good? Oh, oh man, they dumped her down so bad. <laughs> She's best friends with Emma. She knows what GM. She foods knows are. what GM foods are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they made Manny so stupid in this episode. I was like, come on, Manny would not do that. Like as soon as she got a crush on a boy, she was like just an airhead. Yeah. You know. But then, okay, so I wanted to talk about the date. Because we get two um, two versions of the date. There's Craig's version and Manny's version. Yeah, who do we believe? And, and I don't think we believe any, either of them. I think it's probably a combination of both things. Um, yeah. Because neither of them were acting in character in either story. Like, when in Manny's, when uh, when Craig gets a hit in the head with the, the oh, ball. Oh, dear, goes, that's smart. Oh, 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 dear, that's smart. It's like, okay, you're you're. A, 16 year old boy I don't think so my my guy <laughs> and then yeah uh, oh dear and, that smarts is something that's never come out of a teenager's mouth ever <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and um 
then in Manny or in uh, Craig's version, Manny was just like a gibbering infant. So yeah. who knows? Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like neither of those were completely accurate. Also, what is up with their mall that they just have a carnival at the mall? I don't know. No, that's so crazy. I've never seen like a carnival inside of a mall. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them in like a mall parking lot. Yeah, same. But not inside the mall. Um, yeah, it's very weird. Maybe it's the Canada thing. <laughs> One of those. Oh, Canada, those ways you guys are so wacky. <laughs> One of those ways that we're ignorant to Canadian stuff. <laughs> we're going to get a bunch of people being like, um, in Canada, all of our. Uh, all of our carnivals are in malls. We people only have like, carnivals oh. inside the mall because it's snowing outside all the time. Also, ketchup chips. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck with ketchup chips? <laughs> oh my god, my husband is so into that shit. He's like, I need these ketchup chips. Why are they only in Canada? So is it like <laughs> ketchup flavored powder that they put on the chips? Yeah. Yeah. Is it good? Some people just love it. Could you make them at home? Ooh, I don't think you could make them at home. You got to have that special, like, ketchup powder. Yeah, but you could dehydrate ketchup. Ooh, maybe, yeah. You yeah, can you dehydrate can... it, like, in the oven, maybe? Or with a powdered stuff? Like, like um, what do you call it? What do they say on the Food Network? Molecular gastronomy? You mm. can make ketchup powder. I don't know. I'm Very fancy. I'll never do that. I don't cook. I just conceptualize really complicated food. That's yeah, that that's a quarantine uh cooking project if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, make Only ketchup, ketchup chip. chips. I would even go as far to make the chips from scratch. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. You gotta. Oh my god. So this episode, the way it ends, kills me. Kills me. So god. Oh my god. So First, mean. like they just stomp all over Manny's heart with like the whole Ashley thing, and then like She's like, you're you're moody again. And he's like, no, I just don't like you. And then it just ends. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of an awkward. I felt so bad for her because she she's like, Ashley walks away and Manny's just like, I don't think you should talk to her anymore, which is just like, oh, Manny. <laughs> like, yeah, I wrote that down in my notes. I wrote, Let me find it because I said like, oh, yeah, she wants... I can't find it now. Oh, Manny thinks she and Craig are in love now. After one date, Manny is telling Craig who he can't talk to. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That made me feel so sorry for like both of them. I was like, yeah. oh, poor, poor girl. Like your first date, and you're like, That's how you feel. You're so jealous. And like, poor Craig, like. Oh, so uncomfortable. Well, and Emma even tried to warn Manny, like, you know, take it a little bit slower. Like, don't get so, don't get so into this because, like, you might get hurt. And yeah, she's just she, like, no, we're in love. Yeah, like, she was even pretty direct and she was like, he doesn't seem like he likes this. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting because Emma, Emma isn't the, the one who's usually the most, uh, you know, empathetic in that way. Like, she... She doesn't seem like she's the best at kind of picking that kind of stuff up. Um, no, but she can see what's going on when it's not her, when she's not involved. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, 
and how cute was she when when Craig came to pick up Manny and she basically reinvented the thing that Spike did for yeah. her and Sean on their first date with that giant ass camera. I loved that. Oh my god, it was so cute. Because, like, at the end of the day, Emma and Manny just really love each other. They're just, like, really good friends. Emma was such a good friend in this episode. Yeah. I was so happy. I was like, good, I don't have to be mad at Emma. She was, especially considering that she, at one point, had a crush on Craig, too. Yeah, and she just kind of, she let it go for the sake of her friend, which is good. Oh, yeah, I thought I remembered something like that. I was like, didn't Emma have a thing for Craig? But oh, well. Yeah, I mean, she found out that Craig liked Manny. And then I guess she moved off of that. Um, but yeah, the, the date was just a disaster. <laughs> the cotton candy incident. Poor Craig. That, that <laughs> I believe, happened. Yeah. Um, because I don't think he would have found it, like, worth mentioning unless he actually felt like she was choking him with cotton candy. Um, yeah, and then also, like, the horse thing when she was like, oh, I love horsey horses. Oh, yeah, I already have whammy lamb. And... Yeah, I also think that that definitely happened. Well, because, and then it kind of calls back to, like, Angie being like, look at Mr. Moo Moo, Craig. Yes, exactly. Also, in real life, Angie, sisters. Yeah, Angie's actor is sisters with Manny's actor. That's Alex Steele and Cassie Steele. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Which was another reason why we were watching it this morning, and Sydney was like, you know why she reminds him of Angie, right? <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, besides the obvious, yes, I know they're related. <laughs> Oh god, yeah, that that was it was pretty ham fisted, but I thought it was pretty well done at the same time. Like I enjoyed that. I was like, ooh, that's a nice little Easter egg. Um and then let's see. So like their date was like absurdly short, I thought. It was like they went to the the mirror and then they went and got cotton candy and then they went and did a ball toss. Yeah. And then they left. They just like, I should get you home, it's getting late. Yeah, like, who was driving them, and did they just wait for ten minutes outside? We've been here for eight minutes. I'm not really sure what happened. (laughs) Well, because the thing is, he when they walked in, and she's like, oh, the carnival's on, he goes, so you don't want to see the movie? Like, you can do both. You can walk through the carnival real quick and then go to the movie and then walk through the carnival again on your way out. Yeah. They had lots of time because their date was, you know, four and a half minutes long, so. Yeah. Or maybe he was just using that as an excuse and, like, hoping he wouldn't notice or she wouldn't notice that, like, so so little time had passed. <laughs> yeah, and clearly she didn't. She thought it was the best night of her life, so... Like, this was my best date. And, you, like, you didn't notice that you left at 7 and you got back at 7.30? <laughs> and, oh, my God, what a long kiss, Lehman. Like, could she have taken more time? Yeah, what a long kiss lean in to not end in a kiss. Yeah. How embarrassing for her. I would be so embarrassed if that happened to me. I'd be like, oh my god. I'm never coming around this guy again. Because, like, it's it's not ambivalent at all. Like, it's very clear what she's trying to do. And he lets her lead in for a long time. 
Yeah. And yeah. he just kind of stares at her like, oh no, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at, on, on, at one, on the one hand, I feel bad for Manny. But on the other hand, I also feel really bad for Craig. Because this had to be so awkward for him. And, but at the same time, he ends this in the fucking meanest way he possibly can. <laughs> He's just like, it's not my locker I don't like. It's you. <laughs> he does. And that was yes. really harsh. But I honestly feel like she would not have gotten the message any other way. I mean, she basically thought they were already married. So perhaps you're right. Yeah. Like she was after one date. In less than 24 hours, she was telling him who she who she thinks he should and shouldn't talk to. Oof. And I love that Ashley was just like, okay, like this all right. is weird. I'm going to extricate <laughs> myself from this situation immediately. <laughs> I just wanted a signature on my petition. Like, <laughs> I have to leave because I want to die at the awkwardness. Bye. <laughs> oh, God. It's... Is it was it was pretty brutal, man. Like it was, and poor Manny. Like this was her first date, but I guess you know historically, do first dates ever go well? Emma's first date with Sean was also a disaster. Oh, that's true. And like real life first dates are kind of clunky, like that. Yeah, they usually suck. Like later on when Marco has his first date, it's a disaster. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, who else has like a bad date? Um, there's one where two characters go to a dance and it's bad, but I'm not going to mention who they are because I don't want at least that they get together. Um, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. People at Degrassi are just bad at dating. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Well, they're bad at first dates. True. (laughs) Very true. And maybe that's, like, like an exaggerated trope to tell people that, like, it's okay if your first date is bad. You know what? When uh, Paige went on that little date with JT, that went well. That actually went pretty well until her friend showed up, yeah. Yeah. But, like, they were expecting it to be really bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess maybe it's just the weight of expectation that makes everything shitty. and in Manny's case that's so much expectation she was like after this date we're getting married yeah seriously and like her little we haven't even talked about the fantasies with the singing oh Oh, my god (laughs) I I can't believe that that was real that was a thing that happened Mm, I just have one thing I just have one thing to say to you both will you be my Cinderella can I kiss you Manuela (laughs) you can Uh see me however you must love me forever (laughs) oh god that's one gets stuck in my head so bad like there are mornings when I will wake up and I won't I will not have watched Degrassi for like years and I'll wake up and my brain is like will you be my Cinderella and I'm like god damn it Craig (laughs) I get that with some of Craig's songs like I get that with um dust yeah I wake up with that in my head sometimes. Degrassi has some extremely good music. There's a uh, a TikToker that I follow who is doing um, 
like a tiered list of um, the best Degrassi songs. So oh, seriously? Like, What's their name? I have to follow them immediately. There's like shit tier, good tier, god tier. Let me look really quick. Hold on. This is going to make a noise. Hold on. I have to find it. Um, but uh, it's extremely powerful. I'm like, yes, I completely agree with you. Um, let me find this person and I can shout them out on our We Podcast. But you guys continue to talk about the episode while I look for this. But, I mean, did you guys ever, like, when you were in middle school, early, early, early high school, like, have those weird, crazy fantasies about your crushes? Like, just daydreams in class where you're like, oh, man, if only we could go on a cruise to the Caribbean I used to to get that about um, like celebrities like I would have that that quintessential fantasy moment where I would be like um, you know I'm I'm gonna go to you know the local mall and uh, who who was I obsessed with at the time I don't know Josh Groban will be there and he'll see me and we'll fall in love you know Um, also yeah that says a lot about me that the person I was obsessed with as a young teen was Josh Groban (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so this person on TikTok, uh, their name is Keely, and their at is OMG, it's key, that's O-M-G-I-T-S-K-E-E. Everybody okay. go follow them immediately, because their videos are extremely good and mostly Degrassi-related. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, um, I, yeah, I used to, I used to daydream about, like, celebrities, but not, not so much real people. See, like, I had a crush on this one guy for, like, eight years, and I would have these, like, crazy daydreams where, like, because we went to this dancing thing called Cotillion together, mm. and I'd be like, he's going to ask me to dance, and we're going to- your parents made you go to Cotillion? Fuck yeah, they did. My grandma was the one who made me go, because she oh, said wow. I had bad manners. and then I ended up loving it and she was like oh well (laughs) I wanted you to be unhappy damn it I wanted you to hate this but now you love it because your crush goes (laughs) (laughs) I was like ooh score the guy that I've liked since second grade is here (laughs) but yeah I was a weird you're saying this though like now that you both are sharing stories of like crushes when you were younger it occurs to me that I never had one really yeah like I dated people but I don't know that I necessarily had like big crushes on them before I dated them or anything it was just kind of like I don't know it just sort of happened hmm yeah, I never dated any of the people that I had crushes on, but that was because I was gross. <laughs> oh. um, no. I had a cr- yeah, I, I had a similar situation to Elisa's where I had I had a crush on this one guy for a really long time and he cycled through like all of my friends. Like he dated like all of my friends except oh, for me. Oh god. Oh my god, same, same. Holy shit. He like dated my best friends at the time like this girl Clarissa and shit and I would write letters to them like you bitch (laughs) (laughs) I was like how dare you turn on me that is a beautifully Elisa thing to do (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like 12 and I'm writing these fucking letters to my friends like you nasty bitch how dare you I just remember this boy was like a big skater and uh so like me and all of my friends just were like well we're obviously going to be that now too and so like you know it was the era of like uh your cargo pants and van sneakers and all that there Oh yeah, I remember those kids. I never was one of them, but, like, I always thought if I wasn't a theater kid, I would have been one of them. Yeah. It was it was weird for me, because I was just like, I want to be a cool skater girl, but I only felt comfortable in, like, boys' skater clothes. Mm-hmm. Which probably also contributed to why he didn't want to date me. <laughs> I feel you. I had a, a phase where I only wore boys' clothes for, like, a couple years. I'm in that phase right now. <laughs> My mom tried to get me some shirts for work the other day, and I was just like, these are all fucking hideous. And then I realized it was because she still thinks I shop in the women's section. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's like, come on, get the fucking program together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've been wearing men's button-downs for, like, a year and a half now. Practically all of my clothes I get from targeted ads. I'm like, oh, yep, you got me, algorithm. <laughs> I Fucking should lean Facebook. into that a little bit more. Maybe I'll have, like, a cooler wardrobe. <laughs> I feel like we should tell our fans, like, thank you for listening to this podcast episode that was mostly about us. Yeah, but, like, you know, maybe people will enjoy that. We're interesting. Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, thank you if you're still listening at this point. Yeah, serious. Listening to All About Us this episode. <laughs> well, maybe this will be the episode where we actually get, like, a bunch of listeners. And then we'll realize that, you know, all key, along with us. the key oh, yeah, is just to talk about ourselves. For us and not conversations about Degrassi, that seems likely. You know what? <laughs> <sighs> Do we have anything else to say about this episode, though? Just that I Only love it a lot. That wait, I had like one more thing. Oh, why the fuck did Snake, a teacher, have to unclog the toilets? Right. Come on, that's not his job. I t- was he unclogging the toilets? Yes, he walked into class and he was like. Oh, sorry, I'm late, guys. There was a clog in the men's bathroom, and he's, like, carrying these, like, dripping wet shoes that were assumedly shoved down the toilet. Uh, or or they were his shoes. And Oh, or was... they were his shoes, and he was, like, walking in the water. That makes more sense. I don't know. S- Snake does a lot of things, and most of it's for comedic effect, which I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just weird, because, like, do they not have janitors? I know they do. Do they? Like, I, we have we ever seen a Degrassi janitor? I feel like they've talked about a janitor at least once or twice. I don't know, because there's an episode where Darcy later on gets detention, and they have her, like, cleaning the windows or something. The children That's are janitors. True, but don't they say something about, like, you're helping out the janitors? Uh, maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. And then, like, the same when Liberty has to clean a locker. Liberty which has already happened Liberty had a great quote in this episode too when they were talking about Craig she said Craig has my two favorite qualities passion and punctuality it's like 
I love Liberty so much because her character is the most consistent of any character on this show. Like, she is exactly Liberty from the get-go, and that never stops. <laughs> yeah, it's true, even when she gets older. Actually, no, until until the prom episode. Then in wow. that, that episode, she does something that's not Liberty-like at all. But uh, Yeah, I always wondered, like, where that came from and why they never talked about it again. It came from hell because it was bad. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm still mad about that storyline. Anyway. It was stupid. Uh, I can't wait till we get to that so Lisa can be angry with us. It's going to be like forever and ever. I feel like we have to start like ramping up and doing like I have to get over myself and like be available every weekend so we can <laughs> so we can actually do this. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah, that's true. It's a journey. <laughs> it's the journey, not the destination. Very true. Well, that's all I've got. Yeah, me too. This was a yeah. this was a good discussion. I'm glad that we're all on the same page <laughs> about these weird kids. <laughs> this bizarre first dates. Oh. <laughs> Completely. All bizarre. right. Well, follow us at Social Disease Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Still yes. haven't made a Twitter, but I'm gonna do it eventually. We will at some point have a Twitter. Yes. Just like I will at some point do another Instagram post. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, life is busy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> life is hard. We have things to do. Yeah. All right. Well, Since we're not like millionaire podcasters, we actually have to go, go to our day jobs. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. I don't have one, but you know, I have a lot of shit to do anyway. <laughs> oh, I have a day job now. Yay. It's been really boring so far because I'm so new. They have, like, nothing for me to do, but it'll pick up. <laughs> All right, friends. This All was right. a good, good discussion. Yeah. And we'll reconvene next week to talk about more nonsense. <laughs> Yay. We're almost at the end of season two, aren't we? I think so. We're, I mean, we're on episode 10, so I don't know. We're at least halfway through. Next up is Don't Believe the Hype. I don't remember what episode that is. Oh, oh it's the one with Hazel. Oh. That's the a good one. one. The one episode that's um, a Hazel storyline. Nice. <laughs> that will be right. good next week. <clears throat> well, I'll talk to you. Well, I'll probably talk to you guys sooner than that, but talk <laughs> to you next week. <laughs> See ya. Goodbye, friends. Bye.